This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's Tuesday, August 29th, 2023 from Peachfish Productions. It's the gist. I'm Mike Pesca. And I've been wrong. I've been wrong about a thing or two. Then again, too few to mention. Actually, not too few to compile, oh, about a week's worth of shows. And that's what I'm going to be doing in this week while I'm away. While I'm relaxing, I'd like you to be burdened with my guilt. So I've been wrong over the years, and I'd like to examine why I was wrong, admit why I was wrong, kind of poke around why I was wrong. I'm going to play for you some of the times on this show or another fora where I was wrong. I was wrong about a couple of the big things, more in tone or I should say in the degree sometimes to which I castigated someone who I thought was totally wrong when they were only a little bit wrong or kind of wrong. Devin Nunes was such a person. Remember the Nunes memo versus the Schiff memo? I won't bore you with it all now. And even at the time, I had on some experts and I said, wasn't the Nunes memo kind of right? And it was. This was all about the FBI and predicating the investigation into Donald Trump and Crossfire Hurricane. I actually did a few Substack posts about Crossfire Hurricane, and they were, I would say, my least engaged with, least beloved postings of any form in any forum that I've ever committed to. But I was wrong in general. I've come to believe that the Russian attempts to influence the election were probably trivial at best. And I've come to earnestly believe that Donald Trump actually did not have any real interplay with the Russians. He didn't turn down their help and an ethical person would have, but I don't know that he asked for it. And I don't think that he was in league with the Russians the whole time. Anyway, that's one thing I was wrong with. And if you're still listening, you'll go with me on this next thing. I analyzed the career of Louis C.K. after those revelations were confirmed by Louis C.K. that he masturbated in front of female comics. I talked about it a couple times. I've uh, done some interviews with the owner of the Comedy Cellar. We've since become friends. We see eye to eye. Noam is a uh, very First Amendment-oriented free speech person who thinks that it's not his job to keep people from saying what they want to say or need to say if they're entertaining an audience. But that's not where I went with these original comments. What I'm going to do, as I will do this whole week, is to play my original comments and then come back after a break and analyze what I was wrong about. So my comments were more, I of course never condoned anything that Louis did and I expressed a lot of sympathy for his victims, who I know or knew back when they were in Chicago, uh, Dana and Julia specifically. But I did make some predictions about what Louis could do to rehab his career and to get himself in the good graces of the gatekeepers of the media world. And I think I was overly, I don't know if you want to say optimistic, maybe if you didn't want Louis to make a comeback, you'd say uh, it, it was 
a kind of sad thing that I was predicting, but it didn't really come true. We're going to even talk about the extent to which Louis has been quote unquote canceled or rehabilitated. But first, I'd like to play my comments from, I think it was 2018, and then I will come back. I will update you on where Louis's career is, how he's talked about where his career is, and some of the reaction I got based on my original comments. So that will be right after the break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So in late August, August 28th of 2018, I began a show by talking about some of the blowback Louis C.K. was receiving after having attempted to make a return to comedy. I shall now play in its entirety the beginning of that show where I talked about where I thought Louis C.K.'s career might go from there. Louis, 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 Louis! Everyone on Twitter hates you. So Louis C.K. is back with his wry brand of self-deprecating humor that we all found so hilarious until we connected it to a series of unasked for masturbation sessions. Well, now Louis is back. He did comedy at the Comedy Cellar in New York. And I have some thoughts about the propriety of it all, but I'm going to hold on to those thoughts in general until I think some more about it and see how it plays out. But I will now offer two observations and one prediction. My first observation is that Twitter lit up with disapproval, nearly universal condemnation from such comics as Aperna Nanchurla and the producer of The Ellen Show, Andy Lastner, and a lot of other people. Now, Michael Ian Black voiced support of Louis and was roundly condemned. So here's observation one. This is not an accurate reflection of public sentiment public sentiment. Most people will really care about Louis C.K. one way or another, but among the constituencies that might matter to Louis, which is to say his peers, his potential customers, and those who might have the power to actually shame him, the Twitter outpouring is not representative. Louis's potential defenders, or those willing to give him a second chance, have no incentive to voice those opinions now. Those who are speaking out will be affirmed by others speaking out. But if right now the publicly expressed sentiment seems to be running massively against Louis, I would say that is misleading. I don't know what the actual sentiment is. It's just not what it looks like right now. Second observation, almost every single comic out there is going to support him. Aperna didn't and some others won't. But comics in general, they're a tribe and they hold some values above others. And perhaps their greatest value is free expression. They also have a respect for genius. And Louis was the most respected comic in America, among other comics. These comedians, they're involved in an art form, and they view Louis as the height of achievement in their form. That means a lot to them. Also, to them, Louis is a real person that they know mostly and that they can empathize with, and his victims are more abstractions. And finally, as much as we say comics are liberal, they're not exactly nurturing types. Comedy is about killing or eating it, and they have in general, a warrior's mentality, and I think most of them view Louis' victims with a lot less sympathy than the public at large might. Those are my observations. Here's my prediction. 
I'd say Louis will reclaim his career. I don't know to what extent. I don't know if he'll have TV shows on networks, but he'll have a, at least a successful touring career. He'll talk about it on stage. He'll do so with insight and sensitivity or what we perceive as sensitivity. He's really good at connecting on a human level. It might be sincere. It might be a function of charisma. Like most of us, it's probably a little bit of both. America will not want to punish itself by not being entertained by Louis. And that's the thing with Louis C.K. or Chuck Berry or V.S. Naipaul or any great artist. The public wants the art and they don't want to deny themselves the pleasure they might find in the art because of ethics. There is a way ethics might play out and that some percentage of people will no longer be able to find Louis funny. But I think that percentage will be relatively small unless Louis himself is so ill adept at giving the audience permission to laugh. Judging by his history as a comic genius, I see no reason to think that Louis' stand-up won't be able to do the work of winning over a potential audience that wants to forgive him. And that's maybe the non-cynical way to look at it. Maybe we're not all, if we do forgive Louis, maybe we're not misogynistic enablers. Maybe we're not just pleasure-seeking libertines. Maybe what I'm predicting is an eventual Louis comeback will mark us as empathetic. Sarah Silverman was on Alan Alda's podcast, which is all about empathy, and she was saying that Louis, who's a great friend of hers, called her after she talked about his admission on her Hulu show. His younger daughter was fiercely defensive of him, and you know, and and he actually had to tell her, you know, all these people are just doing their job, and we, you know, you know, but but. Her, his older daughter, he felt he had kind of lost. And she came over and she showed him the piece I did. And she said, I can love you even though you did bad things. Mm. And that was Alan Alda's mmm at the end. That's a kind of hallmark of his show. Of course, loving the sinner, not the sin, or forgiving trespasses. It's a framing that certainly gets us off the moral hook. But that is the point of my prediction. Louis will have a comeback and most of us will allow him to make us laugh again because we want to be let off the hook a little bit. All right, that's what I said in 2018. And after a break, I'll bring you up to date on Louis' career and my rethinking about it. We are back. And so if you heard what I said, you might be saying to yourself, well, what did you get wrong, Mike? Louis C.K. did win a Grammy. Louis C.K., and you'll hear this a lot, is selling out comedy shows, sold out Madison Square Garden. Well, he didn't sell out the main room of Madison Square Garden or where the Rangers and Knicks play, and he used to do that. He sold out the theater at Madison Square Garden. And just so you know, I mean, this is his choice, and I'm going to get into that in a second, but... He has not been on TV on a network television show since these revelations came out. And most of my comments were about the things he'd have to do to get himself back in the good graces of the audience and why the audience would accept that. But Louis has not gone this route. So I'm not saying he is canceled. He certainly could have. I mean, he has a successful career. I liken what he's doing to a Ron DeSantis type strategy of not having to deal with hostile media. He made a strategic choice. He has a platform of his website. And even before the scandal or the admissions broke, he was selling a lot of his content directly to his fans. And he leaned into that. And I think he's uh, being successful selling tickets and selling uh, 
his albums and his stand-up specials directly to fans. And he realized, much as Ron DeSantis did before he did a uh, sit-down interview with Jake Tapper, I don't really need to go through the traditional media gatekeepers. I think that by doing so, he's not going to have the meteoric career that he once had as the, you know, consistently named as one of the very best or top two or three TV shows for several years running. That's all gone. And by the way, if you want to talk about bad hypocrisy, there are several websites that put Louis show as the top show year after year after year. And then when they did a decade roundup, he wasn't even in the top 20 of TV shows just because I guess they don't like the revelations, and that's how they don't separate the artist from the art. So Louis' career was affected by Louis' actions and Louis' choices and Louis' decision about how to rehab himself. So I was wrong about that. I thought it would be uh, just so obvious that he would say some things, try to ingratiate himself to America in general, and he has not done that. So what has he done? He's talked about the admissions. He's talked about his actions. He had a track called Things uh, in his 2021 album called Sincerely. Let's play a bit of that. All right, you want to talk about it? Should we talk about it? All right. All right. I don't mind. I don't mind talking about it. Okay. Um. <laughs> Here's what I'll, I'll give you some advice. Here's some advice that really only I can give you. Here's my advice. If you ever ask somebody, can I jerk off in front of you? Let me finish. I mean, I mean, let me finish what I'm saying. Ah, uh, uh, fuck, okay. If you ever ask somebody, may I jerk off in front of you? And they say yes. Just say, are you sure? That's the first part. And then if they say yes, just don't fucking do it. Just, just don't do it. Because look, whatever you're into, okay? Because everybody's got their thing. Whatever your thing is, I don't know. You all have your thing. I don't know what your thing is. You're so fucking lucky that I don't know what your thing is. Do you understand how lucky you are that people don't know your fucking thing? Because everybody knows my thing. Everybody knows my fucking thing now. Obama knows my thing. Do you understand how that feels? To know that Obama was like, good Lord. And then later on, this is how Louis ends. And of course, the crowd adores him and loves it. As far as my thing, I don't know what the fuck. People are like, why do you want to do it anyway? Okay, I don't know. I like jerking off. I don't like being alone. That's all I can tell you. I, I get lonely. Where is everyone? It's just sad. I, I like company. I like to share. I'm good at it, too. If you're good at juggling, you wouldn't do it alone in the dark. You would gather folks and amaze them. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say about that shit. <laughs> all 
All right, so that's not exactly an apology. He doesn't have to apologize. My prediction was that he would essentially apologize through humor and he would be welcome back. That has not happened. That's why I was wrong. That's what I was wrong about. But also, when compared to a piece of email that I got at the time, I have to say my listener, Kate Willette, was more right than I was. Kate Willette is a stand-up comic and some of her stuff is on Netflix, She also has her own podcast where she talks uh, comedy and socialism, essentially. I don't think Kate listens to this show too much anymore. It's just, I just find that when she was a listener, I think there were fewer podcasts. And now that there are more podcasts directly aligned with her politics, which is more of a Bernie socialist uh, type of worldview, you stop listening to podcasts that consistently disappoint you in terms of their politics. I don't know. Maybe she checks in from time to time, but it doesn't really matter because I think her email was more spot on than my prediction. I'll read it. Dear Mike, I'm a comic myself, definitely not even close to as famous as Louis C.K., but have been doing stand-up for some time, just released a special on Netflix. I do think your point that not every Louis C.K. defender felt comfortable speaking up on Twitter is probably absolutely right, but I don't think comedians are monolithically in support of him either. There are other things that you are dead right about. I think comedians do support each other, revere genius, or on the whole, more against rules than most people. But I also think there are some things you got wrong. A lot of comedians are women, and we have a vest interest in not having harassment in our workplace. It's true that when Louis started stand-up, comedy was mostly, if not all, male, but it's just not anymore. Comedy isn't just one community. And this is, this is true. I know this to be true. Louis is an amazing comic and revered by many to be sure, but even among younger comics, even very successful ones, there's a big push away from tolerating harassment. Hannibal Burris calling out Bill Cosby was a moment that brought Bill Cosby's actions greater attention than ever before. My one Twitter feed was ablaze with condemnations of Louis's actions from both male and female comics. I don't know many people who think Louis shouldn't ever do comedy again, but many people, including myself, think he should have addressed his actions in some way and made some form of restitution to his victims. This is a sentiment I've heard repeated even by comics who know Louis and work at the cellar. I think it's an uncommon opinion that performing without addressing the harassment that he himself admitted to was a good move. Even if you assume comics are entirely self-serving, And hey, I hope we're not. Louis C.K.'s actions brought negative attention to the seller and by extension, the comics who work there. I'm sure many comics who work there wish he had been more thoughtful in his return. And I think many of us do care about the victims of his harassment, especially as a whole bunch of us have been subject to harassment ourselves. So that's all true. And I think she gets at the idea of rehabilitation better than I did, which is I just predicted he would say something that ingratiated himself. And her point was that because he didn't say anything, this is what caused the outpouring of negativity. She, I do believe, put her finger on the zeitgeist a little bit better than I did. Since then, and since Louis has done, or at least addressed what he did in his comedy, and since time has passed, and since he has won a Grammy and had success, but is no longer, I guess, wanting to go or invited on network TV shows. Opinions have changed a bit. I have not checked in with Kate. I have, in fact, talked to Louis a little bit. I've seen him perform. He's doing stuff that is as brilliant as much of the other stuff he has. So in terms of artistry, I do think it's a shame that he's not trying to reach more people. But 
I also think that uh, as a human being, these are his choices. And as an artist, these are certainly his choices to make. So the Louis C.K. comeback, the Louis C.K. rehab, the Louis C.K. mass bout of forgiveness. I was wrong about that. And that's it for today's show. Corey War is the producer of The Gist and Joel Patterson's the senior producer. Michelle Pesca is CLO of Peachfish Productions. The Gist is presented in collaboration with Lipson's AdvertiseCast. For advertising inquiries, go to AdvertiseCast.com slash The Gist. Oop, Peru, G, Peru, do Peru, and thanks for listening.